Welcome to Victorious Living. No good deeds of the flesh shall be justified because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus can only come to us through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And there is a blood that's on the mercy seat before God today and it spells remittance. You know, remittance is a washing away, a wiping away. And he said, I'm going to, God said, I'm going to take it so far away that I, God himself, I won't even remember that. Now, this is not an excuse. This is the reality of the redemption that was made available to us in Christ. Now, since I'm in the kingdom, he's given me some instructions on how to conduct my life. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message he's entitled, Living a Life of Thanksgiving. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares, Living a Life of Thanksgiving. I live good enough that I'll make it to heaven because I'm a good person. Well, I said, Jesus didn't die for you, did he? He didn't die for for you. I know he died for me. He died for us. So continual thanks is due from a believer to God for this victory he won for them over Satan, and this victory was over spiritual death, it was over the grave, and over hell itself, this victory that Jesus won for us as our substitute then belongs to us because God did it for us. Romans 8, 2 and 3, chapter 8, 2 and 3. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. He's made me free from the law of sin and death. In other words, Jesus paid the penalty that the law of sin and death required for me so that I would not be responsible to the law of sin and death. But I am responsible for God's instructions of how to conduct my life as a child of God. So we don't want to think, well, you can just, you know, sin as you please. That's not what they're saying at all. And so we are to always be thankful to God for accomplishing his intended results in Christ, which was mankind's deliverance from Satan's authority and its bondages. In other words, what's he saying? Anything and everything that, that is in, uh, a bondage that's in the law of sin and death, Jesus has paid the price for it. And he has set me free from the penalty of the law of sin and death because he took my place and became my substitute. Now I am indebted to him I'm indebted to Jesus, 
to live in such a way as he instructs me to live. And there's a lot to be said about that, which we don't have time to do here this morning. But we're always, we are to always be thankful to God. So we know this, that God did not put us under the bondages of sin and death. We know that he set us free from the bondages that sin and death brought to the world. He paid the price. And when I accepted the price that he paid, I was pardoned. He pardoned me. And, or we could say it this way. He forgave me. He pardoned me. Why? Because the debt had been paid. It wasn't that God shoved it aside. No, it was God who paid the price that you, that we would have had to pay in the day to come had he not paid it for us. So he pardoned me. Now to receive a pardon, it's like God wiped away all of the past before you knew him. He has removed your sin and the penalty of it, he has removed your sin as far as the east is from the west. And God was satisfied with the price that he paid, but he didn't pay it for himself. He who knew no sin. So he didn't pay it for himself, but he was thinking about Charles. John, Jim, Betty, and Joe. He was thinking about all of us, and I'm going to be their substitute, and I'm going to stand just like they would have had to stand, but I'm going to stand in their place. I'm going to suffer what they would have to suffer. I'm going to absorb all that the law of sin and death could bring to a human being. I'm going to stand in Charles's place. I'm going to pay the price for Charles and, and, and all of us. I'm going to pay the price. God's not going to see Jesus. Now, listen to me carefully. Not going to see Jesus. He's going to see me. When he was on the cross, I was on his mind. Let me say it again. When I, when he, when, when Jesus was on the cross, I was on his mind. Mike, you were on his mind. And in before God, Jesus said, I'm going to pay the price for Mike. And the price that Mike would have had to pay was death. It's death. And, and all that is associated was death. But I'm going to pay that price. I'm going to absorb that penalty. I am going to satisfy God with my substitutionary work for Mike and Charles and, Charles and whom all of us. I'm going to pay the price for them so they don't have to pay the price so they can be pardoned, so they can be forgiven, so that I can say, Satan, you have no authority over me. You have no dominion over me. But we've got to know that, we have to understand that, and we have to thank God for that. Every day we live, we ought to thank God. We should thank God and don't complain about a sore toe. Now, I know a sore toe hurts, and I'm not dismissing pain, but I'm simply saying that Jesus paid the price. Jesus took my place. 
Jesus absorbed the penalty of the law of sin and death for Charles and for you, hallelujah, then he shed his blood that had a remittance in that blood, and remittance means that blood washed it away. Oh, my sin was red as crimson, but guess what? When the blood touched me, oh, I was made whiter than snow in the righteousness of God. I am in right standing before my God. I am a child of God. I am in the family of God. I operate under the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus. And he has made me free. And if I am free, I'm free indeed. I am free indeed. Amen. Now, I know sometimes we don't act like it. I, I, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm right in there. We don't act like it sometimes. But God in this society of the kingdom of God that we happen to be in, we have been translated out of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And his dear son's kingdom has no darkness. It has no sin that has not been remitted. We've been born again. Nicodemus said, how can I get into the kingdom of God? And gee, what did Jesus say, Nicodemus? You must be born again. Nicodemus said, I've been good. Now, I don't know, that's not written in the Bible, that's St. Charles. But Nicodemus must have, if he thought like the other people, I have, uh, I've lived a good life. I have fed the poor what I didn't want. I give away some news clothing. I even gave away some shoes. I gave somebody my dog, which I didn't want. I even got rid of that old tomcat that's next door that's waking me up in the middle of the night. I gave all, you know, no, no, uh-uh, no. No flesh, no good deeds of the flesh, shall be justified because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus can only come to us through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And there is a blood that's on the mercy seat before God today, and it spells remittance. You know, remittance is a washing away, a wiping away. And he said, I'm going to, God said, I'm going to take it so far away that I, God himself, I won't even remember that. Now, this is not an excuse. This is the reality of the redemption that was made available to us in Christ. Now, since I'm in the kingdom, he's given me some instructions on how to conduct my life. Amen. So every day. We should be thankful. Well, you know, Brother John, sometimes I just don't feel like it. I need to go lay back down. Yeah, just, I'm speaking from experience, okay? Just to, instead of singing a song, lead me to the altar. Lead me to the nearest seat. Because your flesh you are very aware of your flesh. Uh, 
I think you are. So we ought to be thankful every day. We ought to be thankful enough to do what God asked us to do after God asked him to do what he needed to do in order for me to get back to God. Amen. So, you know, sometimes we pick and we choose. That's not a song. We pick and we choose. We pick and we choose what we want to do or what we don't want to do where God's concerned. I ain't going to do that. You know, ain't no need. And so the, the doctrine came out here just last year sometime, I think it was, where the doctrine said, God does not require you to tithe. Tithing is under the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. So tithing is not involved in the New Testament or the New Covenant. But yet it was never incorporated into the law of Moses. They practice it under the law of Moses, but it was established. Abraham and Melchizedek was established there. Then when the law of Moses came, they incorporated or practiced it. And then when Jesus had finished his uh, redemptive work, it still continued to be practiced, and that's why we do it today. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, I'm not going to get done with this today, so stand up with me. It's our hope, as you've listened to today's message, that it has ministered life and healing to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request offer 47. Today's special number is 47. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.